It's Thursday. Right now. For sure. Anyway, what's going on, everybody? This is the Cover Band Confidential Podcast. The Cover Band Podcast for cover band people to do cover band things and do so in a way. In Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, Dan Ray. Sometimes you just got to do... You got to mix it up. You got to... That was. Ha- yeah. I'm sick of <laughs> rocking more and sucking less. Let's just... Let's do something different. Something different. Yeah, I mean, there have been some semi-serious conversations about whether, you know, rock more, suck less is the ultimate goal, um, or if we want to kind of widen the net uh, to other things, but we haven't really landed on anything, so that intro is just as good as anything else, I suppose. It's all true. Cover band things being done by cover band people. Cover bandingly. That's what we are. Yes. Let's turn cover band into an adverb. Yeah, cover bandingly. Well, how's it going, Dan? You know what? It's going really, really well. It's going really, really well. This last week, a lot of things have come together all uh, at once. And uh, whereas, you know, a week or two ago, I was starting to feel like there was uh, a a severe lack of momentum and a whole lot of FOMO happening. I am uh, no, no, it's no mo FOMO. Yeah, FOMO, uh, no mo over here, and I got I got work to do, but um, but that's different from FOMO. Yeah, so DC uh, called you out saying that the new hairdo looks good. There it is, live stream. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't yeah. really present mine, but the sides are shorter. Yeah, yeah. Here's my thing: is uh, and I realized this only after I had it cut. It, um, what what y'all were watching grow? Those of you who watched the podcast on the live stream or caught videos of me around. Um, that was my COVID lockdown sadness hair is what that was. And, um, this is my coming back out in the world hair. And it's, it's, um, it's a very different my, experience. I, I got Jorb hair and I got to go back in the office hair. Yes. That's a thing too. Also. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I have coined this current look, the executive Mohawk. Um, good. That's what I've been kind of working, working through. Um, but got it all lined up this past weekend and uh you know this is a a big moment for my family uh, our our eldest just did the whole fifth grade situation he is on his way to middle school lots of pictures figured it was time to go ahead and you know get it lined up just to make sure that everything looked good for posterity absolutely yeah uh same for me this week has been very very busy um for all kinds of reasons uh, some of them music related, and we can definitely talk about that. Uh, but primarily just, you know, just the end of year stuff that comes along with, uh, you know, school wrapping up and all the other stuff. So that's that. Yeah. In other news, I am Im- currently imbibing a Wild Leap Wooden Helix Triple IPA 10.2% alcohol by oh. volume. Boom. It's delicious, but it's probably the only beer that I can afford to have right now while broadcasting. Yeah. Yeah. It's a one and done, one and done kind of beer to that kind of ABV. Yeah. That's, it's like a glass and a half of wine basically. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It'll get the job done. I'm sure. I'm sure it works. So yeah, things that have happened um, this week. I had to like restring a bunch of guitars, which felt weird. Good I have, Yeah, I haven't had like I went I went to the music store and spent like 
60, 70 bucks on like, you know, fret polish and nut lubrication stuff and yeah. six or seven pairs of strings. Uh, because I have, I have a gig this weekend and a bunch of other things coming up where I actually like my guitars have to be in, you know, in working order. So, uh, did that this afternoon and have, I don't know, two or three more guitars to do that too. But it's just been one of those things where it's like coming out of hibernation, things are, things are happening. I've, I've got a, I've got a pickup gig this weekend and I've got, um, another, uh, sub gig on the horizon. I, if I wasn't playing this particular gig on Saturday, I got asked to do uh, a bass fill in gig for a tribute band down in Savannah and I, <laughs> I can't happen, but it's just been like, it's been crazy this past week. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of been the general, you know, vibe is that right now there's just a lot going on. That does seem to be what's going on. I, um, I have a whole, uh, story I want to tell you about the, the way things are coming back to life in this neck of the woods and how that's impacted me. But for sure, I've had the same kind of experience and I did actually restring the, um, the, the Fender Acoustasonic telly, um, I think that might be the first time I've restrung it since it came from the factory. The strings that were on it were great and lasted a long time. And, um, but, uh, but yeah, put on some, um, boss for bronze, uh, Ernie ball acoustics. Very nice. Very good. We're not going to do the review time, any of that stuff this particular week. I feel like we have really been, you know, knocking that pretty hard the past few weeks. So Hmm. If we're all caught up and things are feeling particularly good, we can just go ahead and just get into it. All right. Well, listen, so last time we spoke, I think that I had found a home for the live pub trivia, the live music pub trivia show, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And that was, I want to say that was Saturday of the week before, before that, that I, that I booked that and met that manager, um, um, neat guy and liked his vision for the place that he'd bought from, from a place that I played before that, that folded. Um, so I know the building well. Um, and then after the, we recorded last week, which was Thursday, the Friday after that, I went downtown and I played a couple of tunes with, with a band called Viva La Muerte, an original band that I sat in with a few times, um, used to be regular with, and then got to be too much and handed them off to another player. And, but they invited me to sit in for a couple. So I did. And I realized that was my first time playing guitar, like in a band context since February of last year. And, um, yeah, it was just crazy. Just, just crazy to think of. And so, um, had a blast, tore it down. It was really, really fun. Um, they kept me up for a couple extra ones than we, than we intended just cause we were having so much fun. So it's really great. And while I was at this venue, which is a brew pub here in town, uh, I've been open about a year. Um, and I've been trying to get in with him. I'm trying to meet the guy and you know, that whole trying to meet the guy phase of courting. Oh venue. yeah. For sure. Um, and the band leader of the band I was with said, Hey, do you know Eric? I said, no, I don't know Eric. Let, let, let me please now know Eric. So I met the owner and, um, and, uh, start, start talking about, you know, what, what are his, you know, other plans for music and that sort of thing. And, and I said, listen, I, you, you ever think about doing karaoke? He said, ah, oh, no, I hate it. I hate, I hate karaoke. It's the dumbest thing. Worst thing ever. People keep coming in and asking for it. So it's inevitable. I said, well, look, I do it on an acoustic guitar. You can come up and be a rock star with me for a minute. He's like, all right, we'll try it. We'll try it. Fine. You know, take take a gamble, do a few weeks, see, see how it goes. It just, it cracks me up that like when 
you you're trying to build things up in your mind it feels like this massive barrier and then like when it comes down to it it's usually like the least amount of friction yeah. possible and it just works yeah it it just cracks me up i i feel like my entire musical career is kind of summed up that way <laughs> it's about making things harder in your head and then just watching something like effortless yeah. effortlessly happen yeah. yeah yeah it's wild yeah yeah, this place is owned by a father and son, and um, and it was the son who I had known of and been trying to book. I didn't even know the father's name. Sure. Um, but then the son pulled up in his car where the parking was for the, the music folks and got out and walked up, and the dad said to the son, hey, we're doing karaoke. The son was like, okay, all right. And that was the conversation, right? So I'm on there on the alternating Wednesdays. I'm doing trivia every other week and karaoke the the intervening weeks. So I now have a standing Wednesday night show in two different places doing two different modes of my creative way of parlaying solo acoustic into standing gigs. Um, so that was cool. Finished up, I think the web app and I bought myself one of those expendable, extendable uh, banner things. Yeah. Right. That has the QR code to my mobile app for people to sign up for karaoke on it very prominently. And that should be here yeah. tomorrow. So that's, you know how that's how that's all going to work. Um, if you can find those banner things, by the way, they're about a hundred bucks. You can find them a little cheaper, maybe. But man, is that an efficient way to get bannerage onto you know the space? Not have to stand up, you know, find a place to zip tie your vinyl banner to the wall or use tape or you know, I've done a lot of nonsense with big vinyl banners, and I'm just not in that business anymore. It's it's all about the yeah. I think vinyl banners, unless you have like an actual like backdrop stan yeah which i mean looking at my particular setup like right behind me is one of those things yes. that's what's holding this green screen up um you know unless you have like a scrim that like is designed to fit that yeah the retractable banner is a is a total win completely uh, you know th with the 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 signage that i've got for the solo acoustic thing is great but like yeah you can't beat the uh the optics of a retractable banner it just looks it just looks professional yep and it's like 10 seconds to set up. Yep. Super great. So that, like I say, we'll be here tomorrow and hopefully the QR code will work on it. It worked on the mock-up. Uh, so, I mean, the QR thing has been a huge deal. Yeah. I have gotten more emails and texts about the whole QR situation than probably anything we have ever done. Yeah. I went back and forth with Braxton. If you remember Braxton, he was the, uh, he's the leader of El Scorcho. Um, who we did the interview with a while back and who won our holiday contest. Yes. Um, he, I, he and I went back and forth for probably like an hour yesterday about like his QR sign design and that kind of thing. And, you know, I will say that if I learned anything from my process, the less info, more QR code mm -hmm. is definitely what I would do moving forward. And he took that to heart and I think it'll work great for him for sure. Yeah, good. You know, and this is this is a link straight to the app that I, that I'm building. But you know, you can use it for all sorts of things. You use it to direct to some marketing materials and um and trigger uh, tips, obviously. Um, yeah, yeah, it's very good. Very good. So that's all coming. I'm excited about Wednesday. Um, the the Facebook um event has some uptake on it, and I'm hearing from some of my regulars from when we did it before that they'll be there. So yeah, it's all very exciting. So then last night, Wednesday night. I went to the place to do the trivia. 
Mm-hmm. And um, the new ownership of that place, first of all, they're not one little brew pub trying to make every night work. They have yep. several stores across the area and some deeper pockets than than the previous owners. And so they can take some more risks. Um, and every night's not a scramble and the musician doesn't have to prove themselves on the first night they're there or they're out, right? That was very much the ethos of the old place. And um, and the, they've done something to make the place more attractive. There's good seating outside and there's, you know, it's 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 a cider joint with some br- yeah. some beers on tap. So I think that's a little more broadly appealing and so the people who are intimidated by craft beer probably can more willing to try a cider. I, I don't know. I don't know. But but for sure, the organic traffic through that place seems to be way, way, way up over what it used to be. Yeah, um, but so I didn't, I, no, no telling what's going to show up for the, for the trivia. The place was packed for the trivia and wide open. I mean, it was, it was one of the best nights of engagement with, with the trivia players and um, sing, sing along was happening all through the night. I got a great video that I'll post of the whole room singing um, what's up uh, along with me to the point that like, I stopped singing. I just stood back and strummed and like helped them out with the first two words of a line every now and then. But like it was them singing it and, uh, and it happened that way on several songs. Really, really great show. And, um, how'd it feel? Oh, it was amazing. It was amazing. And, you know, I'd said to him kind of toward the end of the night, like, guys, I, this is my first solo acoustic show since literally the beginning of 2020. And, um, just it's to be home like this is just so, so incredible. I, it really was amazing. Um, the uh, the deal the deal that I have with the manager there is that it's a hundred dollars to play it, and if we have a good night, he'll bump it. Yeah. All right. Fine. Good. So, um, when they handed me my check, it was two hundred fifty dollars. Whoa. Yeah. And and the manager was there for a lot of it, and it was just like he was blown away by what he was seeing. Like he he came up to me the break and he was like. I've never seen anything like this. This is, he said, can, can we do this every week? I'll fire my other guy who's doing like standard trivia. We'll just do music every week. Well, I've got this thing at the intervening, uh, uh, you know, the alternate Wednesdays. Um, uh, but we know that's an experiment. Who knows how that's going to go? I'll, I'll be in touch with you. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a fluid conversation. And if, you know, if the juice is worth the squeeze for them, you know, for them to be like, hey, I'll buy you out of this other gig. Like, that's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It becomes a thing that becomes a branding or like real opportunity for that particular, you know, venue. Yeah. Then, yeah, they, they might be willing to incentivize you even further. But like 250 straight fee for, for like a weekday gig, that's... For, for 90 minutes on a Wednesday. Crazy, dude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then he called me, uh, this afternoon. Um, and he said, I just wanted you to know, you know, we've been open six months. I just wanted to just drop you, drop you a call here and let you know that last night we did the biggest bar night since we opened on a Wednesday on a Wednesday. That's wild. dude. Yeah. And you know, I think a lot of that was organic traffic came and yep. didn't, didn't leave. They stayed with me until closing, right? Place closed at nine. I, I was done at eight 30, but like, the bartenders were kicking him out at nine. Um, and so it just, it kind of goes to show like this, this idea has, has some validity to it. And, um, you know, I've done some things with, with that guy in particular to really massage that relationship and have it be really, really good. I mean, when we were talking about like, could you, could you be here every week? 
said, you know, I really want to do this karaoke thing too. And, and I, I said to him out loud, look, I, there's no way I'm going to announce an event of mine at some other venue on your stage. Like I just would never do that. Uh, but if, if it was here on another night and I could cross promote them and turn them both into something that, I don't know, maybe that's something. Yeah. He was like, yeah, who knows? Um, any rate, it was, yeah, fully, fully killer night, fully killer night. And, and two of my teams were regulars from the old days when I used to do it. The rest of them were just people who wandered in and, you know, I talked talk to them. Yeah. talked talk to them about what it was. And they're like, all right, sure. Grab a cowbell, play the game, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, be, because, you know, there's, there's so many factors kind of playing into this. The fact that people are willing to get back out there. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's that part of it. There's this just general hunger for connection yeah. in the world. Like, yeah. And, and to be in a situation where you can be not only the entertainment, but also a facilitator for connection. Yeah. Just is a very unique position to be in. And, and us as musicians slash entertainers, like it's just, it's a, it's a cool place to be. Yeah. And, yeah. It's got to feel good. Yeah. Yeah. And this, this, this game is set up for a ton of interaction. You know, the, yeah. it's, it's not like write down your answers on a paper and I'll grade them later there. It's it, the answering of the questions is live on your feet, interactive. And and then, you know, there's a table of uh, young, young women, the, the closest table to me in their twenties. And so, you know, I opened with some, um, Steelers wheel, some you know, <laughs> stuff that like, and they were they were they were just kind of clueless, and uh, so the whole night long, I was like, "These good sports down here, thank you so much." And then when I had like um, Katy Perry, Roar was up next on my set, and I was like, "I have a good feeling about this song for a certain team. A certain team should probably get their handbell ready to go because I have a good feeling about this song for you." And they did, in fact, get all three points on that song. So you know, but you know, you can play with them as they're as they're uh, as they're there, and 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 and. Um, like lead the fun of it, be yeah. the, the, the fun thermometer in the Um, I was trying to come up with some sort of like combination of fun thermometer. It just sounded really gross in my head. So. Yeah. I said that I said it though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like, so I want to take that conversation kind of dovetail into what yeah. I've got yeah. uh, on Saturday. So, uh, got a, got an ask from a friend who's got a, just a general event band to, uh, help him out with a pool party, uh, kind of out. I mean, it's about an hour away from where I am. Uh, but it, they, they roped me and our drummer in as well. Uh-huh. So it's a, it's a four piece thing, uh, with a bass player and another singer kind of fill in the gaps. And, you know, from our perspective, we are basically at, a, a group of guys who have done nothing but played eighties and nineties tunes. And that's not what they do. So it's been, um, kind of finding common ground one. So all the so- songs that everybody knows, but also onboarding a bunch of new stuff. Um, and as far as like tunes that like you could potentially kind of roll into stuff that you're doing, uh, a couple of them that have popped up that I really like, really enjoy playing, uh, levitating by Dua Lipa. Hmm. It's three chords, B minor, F sharp, minor seven, E, no, yeah, E minor seven, that's it. But it's it's a funky little song, and, you know, once you kind of get the 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 kind of strumming rhythm down, it's, uh, it's a fun little song. It's got that 
the the chorus is fun. So that's one of those you could easily onboard. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll definitely shoot you a link for that. Cool. But uh, be, having so it's it's a co-ed vocalist kind of deal. So just bringing a bunch of new tunes in that we don't normally do. So um, that's been fun. And honestly, just having an opportunity to do a gig with you know Nathan, our drummer, is I'm super excited about just because yeah. we, we did that that show in January uh, at the at the Dinosaur Museum. If you all remember, <laughs> right. right. Um, but other than that, like we've just been, you know, my primary uh, work with him has been helping him launch his YouTube channel. So I've been doing a lot of editing and that kind of stuff for him. Um, but like getting into the same spot and like making some noise, I'm really, really excited about. Yeah. Um, and in a part, as a part of that, I had another person reach out to me about doing a fill-in gig in June with another group, which I've, I'm not, I'm not aware of. It's just, you know, we kind of get used to certain kinds of gigs that we, that we do all the time. Um, you know, with most of the groups that I'm affiliated with, you get a song list and you might have, you know, three weeks notice, a week's notice, and then you just go and you do the gig. This group is not necessarily on that particular level. And so they reached out to me because somebody recommended me and I don't want to, you know, I wanted to make sure that I, I do right by that person who, you know, put my name in the hat. Um, but it's, you know, for the same amount of money, they want like two rehearsals and it's like a month out and it's stuff that I don't like, I, I know already, Yeah. but it's just a different, it's just a different level of experience. So, you know, it's just, it's interesting to have, kind of those two kinds of gig opportunities kind of bookend on the same, same week. It's just been an interesting op observation. Yeah. Is all. Yeah. I'm looking forward to both because, you know, this one is doing a bunch of stuff I wouldn't normally do because I'm just not familiar. The other one is a bunch of stuff I wouldn't normally do because most bands don't play them anymore. Like it's the, you know, it's stuff like Mississippi queen and like all this classic rock stuff that like I, I did in my college band that right. I haven't played in forever. Right. And it's and it's a rhythm guitar gig, which is way honestly way more fun for me because I can just go out there and just you know ham it up, right. which is I mean let's be honest that's what I do best. Yeah. So. Good. But I'm so, dude, I'm so happy. I'm happy that you got an opportunity to get back out there and that it just like it went over Ugh. so well. It was incredible. It was incredible. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, so now they're all excited about. It. He, he said um, when he called me, he's been having people come in all day about how fun it was and how much they can't wait for it to, you know next time. And so, yeah, I think that's I think that's going to be a really good venue and a good place to be a you know a, a partner with. They develop. Well, yeah, uh, and, and and again, you got in at the right spot. Yeah, you know, and you can't. Maybe not every Wednesday night is as magical as the first Wednesday yeah, night. Yeah, maybe. But you can't like. It's just you, you, you found lightning in a bottle on the first try, and yeah. and you know, first impressions are are a lot, and that had to be you sure. know pretty pretty magical for so. sure. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. On the other note, I am also starting to hunt for uh, for drummers. Um, yeah. So I I reached out to a few um, uh, band mix. You ever used band mix? Yes, I, I do know about band mix. Have you ever have you ever used band mix? No. Okay. Here's my, 
here's my experience so far. So you probably have an account on it because everybody does. Yep. It's been sitting there forever. Um, you can't send messages without being a paying customer. You can receive them, but you can't send them. Right. So I said, well, all right, I'll sign up for the basic and I'll find some drummers in my area and I'll send some messages. And a few days went by and I had no responses and either. So, all right, did my message suck or does band mix suck? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did find once I was paying that in my messaging area, there were messages to me that I was unaware of. Oh, I see that, that, mm, I don't know how I feel about that. Listen, it's going to get worse. Um, Ooh. so then I thought, well, uh, I've sent these messages. Are they, are they waiting in somebody's inbox for them to notice that there's an even such a thing as an inbox? You can pay an extra $9 to get elite status, which shows the red status of your messages. So I thought I'm a podcaster. I need to investigate this content for you, for you listeners. (laughs) I paid $9 for the premier status and of the messages I sent nine messages and one had been read. So I just really felt like I just kept putting, I kept, I kept investing in a thing that got worse and worse as the truth of what I was buying got revealed. Um, I don't know. I, it may all turn around. It may be, it may be great. I in six months, I may completely change my tune on band mix, but right now I'm not a particularly delighted customer. Not a fan. Um, yeah. I, I did reach out to a couple of folks just on a local, you know, musician Facebook group and have a couple of conversations in play and, who knows? You know, I, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but Taylor and I and my partner in the acoustic duo, Colin and Ray, have been talking about adding a rhythm section um, yeah. just to give us more flexibility. And we probably wouldn't do every gig that way, but some. And um, I think it'd be a lot of fun. So I'm, so I'm not necessarily looking for a drummer for the Clanky Lincolns to replace Tony. I'm, I'm looking for a drummer who I can drop into multiple projects and have a relationship with. Right. So you're looking for a, a drummer for Dan Ray LLC. Yeah, just a, like a friend who plays drums who is interested in doing stuff. It's, you know, I, I was I was looking on Reddit and there was in in the band members subreddit, which is I, I hang out there a lot. Um, there was somebody who was like, do drummers just normally get treated poorly? <sighs> yeah. And I remember like looking at that and going, I was like, no. no. Like anywhere where drummers are like, anything we treat them like you know this precious thing yeah because they're so mercurial they're like (laughs) to me as far as like moody musicians it's like drummers keyboard players like bass players and then everybody else Uh, and you're talking like like emotional stability like just just mercurial like mercurial hard to like Pegged down, you know? I don't know that I'm going to offer a, an opinion about that. Um, <laughs> Again, that's just I don't know. Experience uh, myself. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I think that um, for sure, drummers seem to be in demand right now. If you go to Craigslist, there's like all these bands looking for drummers. So I don't know what's up with that. Um, it's growth market though, apparently, if you're a drummer. So get in there, I suppose. But um, one of these conversations will pay off, and I'll have a drum friend I can apply to various things here shortly. I'm if you are a listener and you are in the, you know, Greensboro market, and are or work? know a drummer, was Tri Cities? Is that the, the? That's the Triad. Triad. Yeah. If you're in that 
area and you're looking for a gig and you want to get plugged in with a, you know, known entity who has, you know, a content creation empire. Empire. Yeah. You should do that. Get plugged in with a, with, with a content creation umpire. Vampire. <laughs> umpire. <laughs> hey, I call them as I see them. Anyway. Yeah. Feel free to reach out. I'd love to, I'd love to hear from, I am out to hear from local drummers. So if you are one, find me. On a related note, if you are into pop punk and emo stuff, uh, I am still looking to find a band to fill that whole situation out. I will say this, um, just thanks to this group, I found out that a bass player who was in a nineties group that I was aware of in Chicago, just literally like three days ago, moved to Atlanta. How about that? And I was like, Hey bud, as soon as you get settled, give me a ring. of Wait, don't you have too many bassists already? I do, but the too many bassists aren't necessarily good fits for everything that I've got going on. There you go. So I know who, I know where I want to plug this guy in if he's game. So there's something said for having a deep bench. Yep. You can never not have enough. I think for sure. And I was helping out another, uh, that, that tribute thing I was mentioning, I was helping somebody else out trying to find a bass player fill in, um, for a thing coming up this weekend. Like if, if I didn't have anything going on, I would have my dance card would, my dance card's full already. Mm-hmm. But this weekend, I have gotten at least five offers on a weekend I'm already committed. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I had um, a, a bartender who worked a place I played a lot a couple of years ago is now the general manager of a place that's opening in a town called Reedsville, just north of here. Technically yeah. still in the triad, but not one of the three cities that you think of as being in the triad. And he reached out to ask if I wanted to host their open mic. Um just thinking about me, thinking about people he'd like to pl- to play with. And um, I, I did have to say, like, I already have two standing, you know, weekly things of which you're currently listening to one. And uh, I like my family, so I'm going to decline that. But I will certainly take one offs uh, there. And, you know, they're, they're just it's a plus. I'm not sure hosting an open mic is. That doesn't. I don't know. I will say that in my experience, it can be a bit of a thankless job. Yeah, it seems it seems like. So. Yeah. I've definitely hosted an open mic where I literally, where it literally turned into a three hour solo show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But you know, I hope that for anybody who's listening to this, that, uh, your experience is that you are a talented, competent musician in a market where business is picking up and that you have the opportunity to take advantage of those opportunities and I think that, you know, it's just going to be like this for the, for the foreseeable future. Yeah. I think we just hit critical mass. You know, I think people coming out of coming, you know, the mask mandates going away and vaccination getting higher and the overall numbers in the country going down. I don't even, you know, obviously it's in different States in different dates, and <laughs> let alone different countries. Um, but generally I think people are starting to get willing to come out. I certainly am. And um, yeah, there's going to be sort of a tidal wave of work uh, happening right now. So. Yeah. Well, and you know, Talking about states and whatnot, you know, one of the things I've noticed is that I, I've got some friends in the UK and it does seem that they're opening up mm-hmm. as well. And I know that their government has been a lot more restrictive than ours has in a lot of cases. And so I'm just I'm very hopeful that if you are uh, in that market, that things are going to start. The tides are going to start turning for you guys as well. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, I mean, I mentioned that because we always tend to forget that we are, in fact, an international operation well, it, around here. Yeah, and and I I also it I feel like it goes without saying like we we were charting in the UK this past week, and so I want to make sure that we are yeah. including our uh, our English, uh, Welsh, Irish, Scottish uh, brethren and that's right. Sisters. Pip pip, cheerio. Tip of the tip of the cap. Yeah, I mean, if you're listening to this and you speak English and you're in a country, then hopefully, you know, this is this is good information for yeah. you guys. Good day. You got anything else? No, listen, I, I uh, no, I could I could go on and on, but no. You know, I coming from last week where it was a little I don't want to say it was bleak, but it wasn't as warm and fuzzy. Yeah. As as you know, it's it's good to it's good to see how quickly the tides can turn. You know? Oh, and isn't that just this whole game? One good gig just changes everything, doesn't it? It it's very yeah. It's very it's very uh, interesting how easily we can change our mm-hmm. minds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like it's almost like there's no truth. There's just what we're responding to. Wow. I thought you went there. I went there. I'm, I'm very excited to, uh, play a guitar gig and uh, I've been fiddling around with my HX stomp a lot, uh, doing some fun things. I did try to recreate a, uh, an ampless setup that Steve Sterlachi had, uh, done a video about that includes the new retro reel. So it's basically like a tube preamp into a retro reel, very like console super clean kind of sound. Uh, it's a little old school kind of vintagey, but I'm having fun kind of messing around with that and um, just getting getting out there, kind of flexing a different set of muscles. Yeah. So. Yep. Yep. I'm. I'm. Uh, I feel like I've gone as far with the quad cortex as I can without putting it in band mix. Yeah. Um, that's gonna be the next thing with it, and so I don't know when that'll happen, but. Um, that that's that's when i'll learn the next piece about it so very cool well everybody thank you so much uh for tuning in and doing some stuff if you'd like to support us we have completely relaunched our patreon which includes uh pre-episode post-episode conversations as well as a bunch of really cool exclusive content uh we've got some cool new designs in the merch store and if you want to support us in any other way you can do any of the things that Dan is about to mention here. But with that being said, I, we all have work to do, don't we? We do. Got to get on it. We better, we better go get to practice. And yeah. so we'll go ahead and let you guys go. Uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. You've been listening to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast recorded on May 27th because we don't really understand how episode numbers work anymore. <laughs> it's all gotten very strange. Have a good week, guys. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. If you want to help us, be sure to share us with your friends, follow us on social media, and if you haven't already, please leave a review for us on the podcast platform of your choice. Facebook.com slash CoverBandConfidential, Instagram at CoverBandConfidential, and Twitter at CoverBandConfid. If you have any questions, please email us at CoverBandConfidential at gmail.com, and consider supporting us on Patreon, Patreon.com slash CoverBandConfidential. And for more info, check out www.CoverBandConfidential.com.